Hello and welcome to the 300th episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the indigo angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. That's right. Keep it rolling indeed, Matt. Oh. It's app 300. 300. 300. We did it. Yeah. We did it. 300 times. <laughs> 300 times. 300 episodes. Just a casual we, 300 times. Just a cash 300. Um, are we at our 10,000 hours yet? Is that, are we good yet? Matt, I feel like it. I, I feel like we got that in our first like seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time, you know, I, I think back to those early apps and saying to you, Jenny, very seriously, I don't think these episodes need to be over an hour. And you're like, I completely agree. And we just broke right through that barrier so quick. I mean, I'll say I don't think they need to be more than an hour. <laughs> But they are. They're never. They are. They're never over an hour at, at, at two times speed, guys. So yeah. I mean, look. Do we operate in a world of needs? No. Need a podcast? <laughs> do we. I mean, going to need here. Alas, our episodes are quite long. <laughs> and quite this long. is the three hundredth episode. Three hundred apps. Did it. We did it, and I, I want to just go around the room and talk about our feelings on 300, uh, reflections on the last 100, the reflections on the last 300. Um, Jenny, to start with you, you have a memory like a steel vice. Nothing That's right. gets by you. Nothing no. gets by you. Thoughts, feelings on 300. Oh, boy. Well, I'm really going to get into the specifics of all the things that I've loved <laughs> Um, no, I don't remember anything that we did past last week, but I love making car noises with you guys. Mm. I, there's definitely a recency bias going on here, but the whole stock car thing just oh my God. absolutely so <laughs> relatable. Such a moment that will live in my heart forever. <laughs> uh, loved the Mariah Carey episode. Ooh. Loved getting into mm. it with you all. I know that's not very new. Our journey of not interviewing Wes something maybe a little bit more behind the scenes but (laughs) something that will stay with me the fact that a new Limp Bizkit dropped breastfeeding seeing corn like I mean come on come on all of us becoming parents that's crazy (laughs) so yeah uh the best thing and this is corny but true the best thing is the listeners who interact with us and send us all sorts of stuff and give us feedback and respectful (laughs) disagreement and like make us aware of all sorts of shit that we never would be i mean the new metal baseball song come on hello hello uh that's that's my fave and of course Hanging out with you guys. Oh, come on. Oh, thank you. If he didn't say that, I'd be hurt. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys? What's your fave? I'll let Uh, you go last, Lauren. I'll let you go last. 
I feel that that's the most appropriate. Uh, Well, 300 episodes, never in a million years. If you would have told me seven years ago that I would be one of the three hosts of a new metal podcast, I would have been like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to be. Uh, Never in my life would I have thought that I would listen to 300-ish albums of uh of different varying new metal artists and a lot of it going right through my uh head but some of it still in my head and my heart um you two being the best uh you allowing me to absolutely derail conversations with stupid characters thank you so much uh just appreciate that and uh the the fact that we've been able to connect with people about something that was important to them when they were young and now their perspective on it is that it's still important to them but they have their wisdom that they've brought to it and they're like this still rips i love this um to like younger fans coming in and being like we found bands because of you having new artists reach out to us and being like hey have you heard this or you know, or the artists that we found that were local talent that were like, "Hey, yeah, we did that. That's crazy. <laughs> you found that. Um, that's amazing." Um, so, um, to Prowler, to Fancy Matt, to Bible Matt, to Funky Ken, to Charles Mansion, to any other character that is all the same voice, just in a different pitch that I do that anybody's enjoyed and commented on. Thank you, and thank you, Lauren and Jenny, because you both are the best, and you do the hard work on this show. Ah, ah. Well, thank you, Matt. Um, it is wild to be at three hundred. Um, it is funny to think, yeah, when we when we first started this thing, and I said to you, Jenny, I said, let's just talk about Limp Biscuit, but record it. And Jenny, you were like, yeah, why not? I don't have anything going on. And remember here we six are. years ago when we didn't have anything going on. Oh my gosh. I sure do. <laughs> and uh it is it is really something yeah to to be here three hundred episodes later. And um yeah, I mean I, I can look back through uh you know our, our our episode run and I see so much in here that is only there because of the listeners who have reached out to us and told us you need to do this band. You need to do grade eight. How come you haven't done grade eight in a hot action cop? We wouldn't have done hot action cop if someone hadn't dared us to do it. Jenny, you don't back down from a dare. Unfortunately, I don't. I can't. <laughs> you can't. So uh yeah so it's it's been it's been a true joy I you know hearing from everybody of course getting to hang out with the two of you every week is always a blast um and I, I always just have a great time and yeah it's I, I I don't have anything super profound I guess to say about 300 beyond just it's a joy and I can't wait for the next 100 you know we're just going to Keep keep on rolling, baby. Keep on rolling, baby. And you know what? It is funny. You said, Jenny, you know, in the time that we've done this, a new Limp Bizkit album finally happened. Something else of note that has happened in the course of these 300 episodes is that for every 100 episodes, we've gotten a new Corn album. And the Ooh. most recent one just dropped at the uh, beginning of February. Requiem here. I believe this is album 14 for Korn. 
Wow. I'm going to trust you on that one. Trust me on this. I got a physical copy here, picked it up from Indie CD and Vinyl in Indianapolis, Indiana. Actually, I believe it's actually in the in the in the subtown of Broad Ripple, Indiana. I was in there, had a gift certificate, and they had two versions of this album: normal version and the special edition. And I was with Amy, and she's like, "You gonna get that special edition?" And I was like, "I host a new metal podcast that's going on 300 apps. You know, I gotta do it for the culture, baby. For the culture, so I got." So I got that special edition. You might be wondering, what's what's the special edition? What added two buckaroos to the price? And that, my friends, is a Requiem patch. Oh, wow. Okay. Holy <laughs> moly. That Pull that up again. Let me, there oh, it is. Oh, worth every penny. There it is, you guys. I'm, I'm holding it up for Jenny and Matt so to see. Are so are you I, sewing that on your jean jacket? I am going to sew it onto the butt of my jeans Ooh. um and then that way everybody knows what i'm dealing with to, uh, to pray for the loss the of your butt yeah to pray for the loss of that butt Ooh, it's my duty to praise that booty true mm-hmm. special edition butt <laughs> special edition butt um l-t-d-e-d <laughs> and uh yeah but a, a new corn record uh we all listen to it and i feel like it's only good that we do quick reactions jenny start with you corn 14 records deep how you feeling uh first of all i gotta say very respectful of our time this Mm. record i thought it was pretty good definitely the top at least the top half a little bit of the softer side of corn imo i think you see a little bit more of at least what i perceive to be jonathan davis's I guess it it gave me more of JD solo vibes than full on corn vibes. Not fully in that pocket, but the top of the album felt like it was maybe leaning a little bit into like what I associate with what he likes. IDK, uh, best tracks for me, Penance to Sorrow and Worst is on its way. Mm. Like Mm. it? Will I listen to it over and over again? Not till we do it for the show. Mm, truth. <laughs> That's fair. Truth. Hard truth. There you go. Matt, you listen to Choice Tracks? Choice Full Tracks. Choice Tracks. And um, overall feeling was the boys are back. The boys did it again. I did not feel too far away from uh, from Corn. Um, I don't know how involved Fieldy was in this recording. I know that. Fieldy and the band have had some not bad things. I think, you know, I listened to Head basically talk about it, and he said it was kind of similar to like when he left the band. Like he just has to get his stuff together. He's, he's, that sounds shitty. I, I don't mean it to sound shitty, but Head is, uh, Head said Fieldy's taking care of Fieldy. There it is. That's what I want to say. Um, so I don't know how involved it didn't have some of the things. Like there's that, I don't know. If Fieldy doesn't play on the song, you can tell when Fieldy doesn't play on the song. You know what I mean? So in the liner notes... Oh, you have a physical li- copy. I got a physical copy here, baby. And in the liner notes, Fieldy is listed as bass. Good. Good. Um, but in the pictures, which, as we all know, tell the tale a lot of the time, yeah. there are only pictures of Ray, Jonathan, Head, and Monkey. There's no picture of Fieldy. So Fieldy... 
did not make it to the press cycle aspect of things. I agree that it does not have a lot of his noticeable low end on it. So I don't know. I mean, the, I I uh, I definitely do think it is not as heavy as I think, especially as as the nothing. But I think that is also a thematic choice since the nothing is. I mean, it, really, you look at this record as a sequel to The Nothing. I mean, The Nothing is basically like, everything went terrible, and I don't know what I'm going to do, and Requiem is sort of like coming out of that, which, you know, leads to, I guess, a lighter sound. Although it is funny, I was listening to it last night, and I was like, it's funny to me that that this is considered light corn. Like, this is like, you right. know, I, I, play, I play this for my mother, and she'd be like, this is the loudest album I've ever heard, <laughs> you know? And, uh, but it is funny. I, I definitely think... Um, my choice tracks, um, Forgotten, Opener, Lost in the Grandeur, I like a lot, it's got that scraping guitar, and then I also have to, Worst is on its way, does indeed um, have some scatting on it, evoking back to the original. Friend of the show, Road Rider for Life, Josh Toomey, posted about this song on our Facebook. Um, basically, it is, I will say, it is funny how we now are at a point where people can post basically scripts that they've made up of how we might sound on this show <laughs> and it's basically how we do sound and uh, it is funny that you know we are predictable in that aspect of things but he was not wrong you know going to 220 on worst is on its way and then saying the boys did it again i 100 agree because that was certainly my thought when i heard that scra- that scatting so corn is back i mean i'm trying to think I mean, not too many bands get a discography this deep and are still making albums this good. It's magic. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, um, cornerback, check them out. They're on streaming. They're record stores. And I think they're going on tour. I like that. So, yeah. They did. They did. They finally got to do their System of a Down shows. I looked at the set list for that. If you like System of a Down and you would like to hear them do every song they've ever written, you got to see them at that show. They did basically everything. It was impressive. Now it's time to talk about the album of the week, the album chosen for episode 300. Jenny, you said there were no other options. This was the choice. That's right. Sugar Ray, their debut album, Lemonade and Brownies. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on April 4th, 1995. That's um setting up the party, I want to say. I don't I, I yeah, that's yeah. This is yeah. This rare air that we're breathing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't done an album this old in a long time. Uh Jenny, start with you history with Sugar Ray history with Lemonade and Brownies. So I don't have a history with Lemonade and Brownies per se, although the song Mean Machine was on an X Games soundtrack that I had. So I listened to it quite a bit in my youth. But Sugar Ray, boy, oh boy, when Fly (laughs) came out, you better believe I was on that shit. And I will tell you that I saw... I remember vividly the first time I saw the video for Fly. I was in seventh grade. I was at Alicia Baxter's house. Whoa, uh, dropping names. Shout out Alicia Baxter. <laughs> Alicia, that's Baxter right. in the place. 
we were in her living room and we were watching, I want to say it was VH1. That video came on and with my little eyes, my little 12 year old eyes, did I see Mark McGrath. And let me tell you, it was an awakening. <laughs> I was like, what? Who is that? I was very into it. Very much got the CD very quickly and discovered that most of that album is on the heavier side, um, which actually lined right up with my my musical tastes. The time it was sort of evolving, but I was really starting to get into some like heavier stuff and some new. So really lined up quite nicely. But I'll tell you, I was a real... <laughs> fan of mark McGrath at 12 i love this truth oh my god i thought he was like i was like stunned i was like how can the spikes the bleach tips everything i was like how can someone be that hot (laughs) it was just like endless checks the packs (laughs) the abs the eyes, the smile, uh, the voice. swag. I was just, oh my God. Yes. There was like a specific part in that song. This is so fucking embarrassing and I can't believe I'm saying it. But when he sang the part, it's like all around the world statues crumble for me. I was like, oh, oh. Like I just lost it. <laughs> so, oh. My history with Sugar Ray is... <laughs> Let me very, tell you, not having real. sisters and never having any girlfriends at all, like girls who were friends at all during high school, like hearing that it makes my brain rethink my whole life and how much bullshit that they tell to guys and like how we never uncover like, oh yeah, we're all horned up and trying to figure it out. Like, oh know, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't know how it was for you, Lauren, but it was certainly like, that's a mystery, but I know I'm over here, like, (laughs) taking a look at Olympic figure skaters going, those girls are real flexible, Mom. (laughs) Look, all I'm saying is I've been horny my whole life, guys, and then I got married and that fixed it (laughs) for the positive. Uh, You know know what, Matt? Um, I, I agree with you um about being horny my whole life i think that's everybody (laughs) i think it's just everybody has to um reconcile it in their own ways and you know decide when to keep it buttoned up and when to let that freak flag fly from the cradle to the grave (laughs) (laughs) i mean uh i i would say around that same time was um was when the spice girls came out oh and um i remember it wasn't so much the wannabe video it was the second video um where they're in the desert jenny say you'll be there thank you no problem that was the one i was thinking yeah so you'll be there and um ginger spice in that video she was my favorite too that was um required viewing you had to be home you had to just they're gonna they're gonna play it it was one of those things where i'm like spice girls are very popular so I've got guarantee I'm going to see this video like every day for like a month. And uh, yeah, so that that was um, I get what you're saying, Jenny. I don't I don't know if there was any particular uh, lines that the that Ginger Spice was delivering 
um, that took me over the top. But uh, yeah, so I, I get it. I get a hundred percent. Sugar Ray and me. So uh, it's kind of a weird sort of jumbled timeline in this, but I uh, I owned a copy of this album, Lemonade and Brownies, and I feel like I got it as a Christmas gift because I asked for it because of a song that was on it that I was like, I got to hear the whole album. And I don't know if it was 10 Seconds Down or Mean Machine, but I feel like one of them would get late night play on like Z-Rock or something like that, or the riff. And because I know 89X wasn't playing this. And I got the album and I remember thinking it was okay at the time. And then there came a point in the early 2000s when I was like, I got to sell some stuff. So I can buy, I don't know, a Twilight Singer's Elf or something. So I uh, I did sell. This was one of the albums I sold along with Mudvayne LD50 and Stained 14 Shades of Grey when I was unloading CDs. And uh, I, I not to get ahead of myself, but uh, re-listening to this album for the show, I was surprised that this one got on the chopping block so easily. I did not own a copy of Floored. I actually... When I heard "Fly," I never liked "Fly." I was just, I, was, I just didn't do anything for me. Mm. Um, uh, that's strange. You I didn't know. have the same reaction to it as Jenny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, a little it's crazy. Weird, but a little fine. weird. I know. Yeah. Hey, but um, but uh, when they put out fourteen fifty nine, I remember liking the singles on that, and then I think I got that as a Christmas gift, and so I had fourteen fifty nine, and I thought that was. Um, 1459 had every morning was every there... morning someday falls apart yeah falls apart uh interesting thing if you ever listen to that song um i think the whole song's out of tune i think every instrument every <laughs> vocal i think everything's out of tune on that thing um it's intentional it all falls apart lord i know listen <laughs> do i know that sugar ray are working on levels that i am only now getting attuned to 3D chess, Lauren. <sighs> listen, listen. I know. All right. I know these boys got a plan. All right. I love it. Um. So yeah, but um, I actually uh, a guy I know online. He stands hard for the self-titled Sugar Ray record, um, that came out in 2001 that has uh, "When It's Over" on it, which is kind of honestly like an all-timer Sugar Ray track. Yeah, I I, uh, I think we'll kind of get into that, but uh, yeah. So Sugar Ray, you know, always kind of been in the, uh, you know, in the rotation in some capacity. Um, but also, I've never really thought they're in in the popular consciousness though. They're not really thought of as a new metal band. They're really thought of more as a contemporary of like Smash Mouth. I yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I mean the um, I mean if you say like what three bands could you imagine wearing like bowling shirts? It'd be like Smash Mouth. Sugar Ray, bare naked ladies, <laughs> bare naked ladies too. Yeah, bare naked ladies like is a bowling shirt. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you just gotta absolutely. slip into the bare naked ladies. Yeah, and then have yeah, the Jenny, best you, frames. you missed out on one of the who's tweeting apps. Matt and I went long on BNL. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay with me. I'm glad to let you boys have your time with BNL. I would have ruined it. I promise you that. Uh, Matt, history with the old Sugar Ray. So Fly hit 
And then I worked at the record store at that time. So we went back to Lemonade and Brownies and we just put it in. And it was an instant takeout at that point in my life. And I've never really gone back to listen to it. I do love the Smooth Boys from Sugar Ray. Sunday, Sunday morning, when it's over. I love that version of Sugar Ray. Uh, I know that it's, you know, they're just solid little pop songs. If Hall and Oates sang every morning, it wouldn't be a surprise to me. You know, like, it's that's that feeling to it. Um, but I, I have no experience with Lemonade and Brownies. Um, okay, so let's... Uh, Jenny, who's in Sugar Ray? On this record, Sugar Ray is... Mark McGrath, lead vocals, credited as Liar wow. in the liner notes. That's right. Rodney Shepard on guitars and backing vocals, credited as Traitor in the liner notes. Murphy Cargus on bass and backing vocals, credited as Sellout. That's got him. And Stan Frazier on drums and backing vocals, credited as cheat so we got liar traitor sellout and cheat aka mark rodney murphy and stan we also have some additional musicians on this little baby including one dj lethal oh. on turntables and samples DJ Homicide, additional scratches, and Janine Harris on some additional vocals, one of the later tracks. Producer on this record. What a surprise. That would be one Mick G. <laughs> oh, there he is. I uh, somehow missed the note that before Mick G was a film director, he produced... The first Sugar Ray record. I didn't know his Sugar Ray affiliation went that deep. Because I knew that he directed the Fly video. But I didn't know that he was also behind the boards. Hitting them faders. Well, saying I need another take. All those boys are from Newport Beach. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the Ground Newport zero East. of the OC. Let me tell you. If there's an album that sounds like it was recorded by a bunch of boys who live near the beach it's this record <laughs> true um let's talk about these liner notes jenny matt all right well i'll tell you right now the cover speaking of <laughs> horny from the cradle to grave it's one nicole eggert nude bent over on a white furry rug i'm assuming I mean, just imagine that, and you'll know what the cover looks like. <laughs> lots of stars, lots of different vibes going on in this these liner notes. We almost see Mark McGrath's dick at one point. It's a good true. thing I didn't know about that. <laughs> oh, Jenny, these liner notes, wow, these would have been trouble for you. Yes, they would have been. We've got like a a, a subdom relationship. Uh, going on in the American flag. I don't really know what to say. Lots going on here. Much to discuss. Lauren and Matt, yeah. what do you think? 
it's uh yeah it's a lot of there, there's this vibe of just like we're we're making our first record and we're just gonna throw everything we want and just gonna be wacky so you mentioned jenny um mark mcgrath uh in this picture he's standing in front of the american flag and he's pulling up his underpants in such a way that we're seeing all of his pubes but and the the outline of his genitals and he's sticking his tongue out but he's also got a cowboy hat on but then there's a giant star over it that's sugar ray but it's fashioned in what looks to be asian japanese chinese translation like it's it's very weird and then you've also got this picture on the back cover which is clearly taken at i don't know six flags or something uh with all of them on a roller coaster all making goofy faces the whole vibe of this album and then also you know oh this picture this band picture on the back like this is a situation of i think like these guys are figuring out who sugar ray is in real time and we are catching them this is like a like a mid mid transformation for this band that's my feeling like they're not brand brand new they were all standing there like the you know the front cover of the weezer album all being nice boys but they're also not to the polished pop band that they become we're catching them right in the middle this is their teen years of an album and so we've got pink hair we've got dreads mark mcgrath has not frosted his tips yet which i feel which tell you watching all these videos three videos for this album Mark McGrath, Sans Frosted Tips. It's a little bit like Superman without a cape. You gotta have the cape. You've gotta have them frosted Frosted tips. Jenny. Tips. Do you agree? Uh I don't know. I have a lot Mm. of feelings about this. Oh. I have a lot of feelings about this. We don't have to get into them right now. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it should be mentioned yet. So on this iteration of the band, DJ Homicide is still just a featured player. Um, he will become full-fledged member of the band on the follow-up album, uh, but he does appear in a couple of the videos, so they kind of knew it was up. They knew it was up. And it should be mentioned, I mean, not only is DJ Lethal adding some scratches on this album, he's also executive producer. Oh, wow. So he was, so he was rolling in, you know, in Puff Daddy mode, saying... Sounds good. Good job, McG. Or bad job, McG. Make it hotter. And then he'd walk out. He was in mogul mode. This record was not successful. It did not chart. It was a commercial and critical failure. But the band stayed on the label. And um, reading ahead, reading around, they were very surprised that they did not get dropped. And they made Floored, the follow-up album, with a lot of anxiety that they were going to get dropped. And this does kind of dovetail back to you, Jenny, though, because I was sitting there, I'm reading that, and I was like, very interesting. A lot of bands that we've done on the show got the one record, it didn't do well, and then that was it for them. Mm-hmm. We never heard from Pressure 4 or 5 ever again, as an example. But Sugar Ray have like an across-the-board flop that got a full push. Three videos is nothing to slouch about. No. And I was like, What? is the reason that they got that second video. And Jenny, you are nodding your head because you know the it's answer. It's another Mick G, and that's Mick Grath. <laughs> that's right. Watching these videos, and we will get into the Destiny videos, watching these videos, Mark McGrath is 
incredibly good looking. <laughs> and you know the thought process was somebody's like, we just got to get these boys one hit and we got money in the bank because this guy's got the look. He's got the look. We just got to cultivate it. Some people say that's a superficial reason. Welcome to Hollywood, baby. True, true. I'm doing the I'm doing the Hollywood dance right now. Mm. All right. <laughs> so see your name in lights there. Indeed. Um, the Wikipedia also claims that the guitars in this album were played entirely on drop D tuning, and then it says citation needed. So <laughs> you get out your tuning fork and hold it up next to this episode and let us know if that turns out to be the case. Uh, Jenny, we got three genre tags. Yes, we do. Funk metal, new metal, and rap metal. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. For everybody playing along at home, we are not going uh, to do the J- Japanese version of this album, which has four bonus tracks, including a Ted Nugent cover. Sorry, not doing that version. That's okay. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I didn't realize this here. Um, yeah, they have three critical reviews posted. All Music gave this album two out of five. Los Angeles Times, one and a half out of four. And the Rolling Stone Album Guide, two out of five. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. The first track, sort of a vibe setter, it's called Snug Harbor. Tonight. Have some fun, baby. Hey. I'm having a good time already. I'm ready. I'm I'm feeling great. I'm high. I had forgotten that this is how this album started. When I put it on for the first time, I was like, "Am I am am I in for a good time? Am you're, I in for a good time? You're in the mid '90s, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, very mid '90s. Uh, all right, and the first full track. Rhyme Stealer. Now it's time for get, 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 Guitar Center Stage. This is a little bit of that metal mixed with a little bit of that funk, baby. And I wrote in my notes that this is prankster music. These guys are goofballs. They're just goofing around, having a blast. There's none of 
the the angst and the anger that we associate with so many bands that we do on this show. And how could you be mad when you look like Mark McGrath? <laughs> so it makes sense. I don't know if I like this song necessarily, but I'm not uh, mad about it. It uh, it feels of its time. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, if anything, I was surprised by how goofball it was. Um, by just, uh, you know, just these guys are just you know talking tough but in a like they're the whole time they're talking tough but they're all just you know waving at people you know like they're waving at their friends in the audience like i'm a rhyme stealer but you know i don't really mean it interesting start though jenny i liked it i was pleasantly surprised i yeah i I mean i never really went back and revisited this album so i didn't know quite what to expect but is it the best song i've ever heard no but it was very fun and especially considering when it came out seemed like it might have been paving the way for a lot of sounds that we heard a little bit later definitely feels like some hot california boys just having some fun we'll say that you saying that like it's setting the way makes a lot of sense i did not particularly like it it absolutely feels like it's in between it it definitely feels like a product of its time but like that riff is straight shout at the devil where his vocal is like trying to be metally like eighties hair metally vocal with a dash of, uh, I'm going to say it rap attitude. Matt, mm. are you talking about a little bit of that hip hop attitude? A little oh, bit of a rap bit of attitude? Swag of the streets. Matt, but- as a student of the streets, uh, yeah. you you know all these things. That's true. That's true. But when like I do think about it in terms of what you just said of setting the stage, that makes a lot more sense because we're looking at 1990 fucking 5, right? Is that what we're talking about here? Is this We're talking about 1990 fucking 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, here's your albums. Melancholy okay. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Heard it? Uh what's the story Morning Glory? Heard and it. the world burner that's jagged little pill heard it. it yeah and then your pop album is i mean it's crazy daydream by mariah carey is 95 heard it yeah so this is like on another this is might as well have come out in in on another planet this another is planet. not even close to what is popular at that time What's crazy is even on another planet, those aliens still be like, who is this lead singer? True. Who is this lead singer? He is making my antennae go all the way up. <laughs> and just for you, Madonna's Something to Remember came out in 95, Lauren. Uh, th- thank you. I, I don't know that. Something to rem- I don't know if I know that one. Oh. I don't know. Something something to remember? Yeah. I, clearly, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, really, God. I don't. Sorry, Madonna. My bad. It's a compilation right, so, album. Sorry. Ah, okay. All right. That you know what? That might have been one of those ballad comps. And you know, I ain't got no time for no ballads, baby. But you love take a bow. I do love take a bow. But that is that is Johnny. This is a situation. Once again, 
fly all statues around the world crumble for me take a bow video madonna has sex with the tv at one point there you go <laughs> i don't know what lyric accompanies that part <laughs> so uh all right it's time for the next song it's a um it's a single it was the third single up next we got iron mike Talk about Nothing says 1995, like making the third song on your album and your third single a a history of and defense of Mike Tyson. Um, wow. Truly a choice. <laughs> truly a choice. Oh. Um, oh, because, um, yeah, um, Mike Tyson, well... I'll let you goo-goo why Mike Tyson went to jail. <laughs> but I'll say it's not good. Yeah. Not good. Go ahead, go ahead and give that a goo-goo. Give that a goo-goo. Oh, Jenny, I've got to mention this. I was at work and someone else said, yeah, I'm going to need to goo-goo that. Mm. And I was like, what are you going to do? And it's like, that's what I call Googling. And I was like, ah! <laughs> My people. <laughs> Your people. Anyway, not of your people, Jenny, Iron Mike. You know, I didn't realize that what the song that was what the song was about until you said it. And I was like, oh. Oh. I was just like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> Popping along <laughs> to it. Sounds good. Real cool. Uh again, like nothing uh nothing amazing, but a fine, fun california time <laughs> that's what i think of this song uh you know i was uh i mean when i realized that it was all about the life of mike tyson and that its chorus is basically you know saying that he needs to be let out of jail interesting feelings in that regard but it is it is hooky and you can you can hear the 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 elements that will take Sugar Ray to higher heights on the charts. It's fine. The music video, we'll get to in a second. Matt, I want to touch base with you. Oh, I knew that it was about Iron Mike Tyson three lines in when he mentioned Casamato. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, you see, he was convicted of that crime. So I don't know what to do. Uh, okay. 
But what a chorus. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Classic loud, quiet, loud, does what it needs to do. I, I feel like it's one of the best tracks on the album so far of the two we've listened to. There you go. Um, music video. Um, this was the third single. And this one, Strange Decision, we're filming the band behind Smeary Dirty Glass. So, I don't know why you would do that to these beautiful boys. Uh, Mark is making lots of goofy faces while he sings. And the video starts off in a rather ominous way where I'm like, oh, this is serious. But halfway through, the boys are goofing around. They're 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 just getting they're just getting wild, and at near the end there's these cutaways to them like covered in fake blood in their underwear. I'm like okay, all right, this is some goofball shit. Jenny, what'd you think of this video? I thought it was all right. I did think it was it was all very blurry. It's like when you got the goods, why why blur? Mm. Let it all let it all out. Uh, but I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Mm. little inexplicable yeah i would i would agree with that um yeah i mean it does go through uh lyrically a lot of what was going on with uh, mike tyson um even mentions um that he had alan dershowitz represent him in court so i I'm, mean i really wasn't listening closely <laughs> you weren't literally it's just alan dershowitz and jenny's just like i'm bopping i really like i guess when i think about the circumstances under which I listened to this, I was rowing for one of them. Oh, I was Ooh, cleaning. That's a new take on the Christgau challenge. <laughs> yeah, I was cleaning for one of them, and I was rearranging a room for the. I guess I didn't really do. I didn't think that this warranted like a sit down, dig in. But I thought I was listening more closely than this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't listen to the rest of my takes on this album. <laughs> I've missed the Dershowitz drop. Uh, well, let, let's let's keep it going. What do we got next? Up next, we got "Hold Your Eyes." forward to or is matt my man this is the whole song this is it <laughs> this is it <laughs> we broke him jenny 300 eps we broke him there it is we broke him with hold your that's eyes the whole thing <laughs> that's the whole song matt three minutes and 29 seconds you see why i wasn't oh, like i need to sit down and take this in <laughs> yeah just hanging out and yeah. partying just, so yeah. weird that is that is three that is four fucking weird songs in a row man that's weird right like it is wow that's weird like we're gonna do kind of a super flyy-esque uh, r&b-ish song and i'm gonna sing falsetto during it 
everybody cool? I'm going to take you to the streets. You're going to get something to eat. We're going to walk on top of the street. Close your eyes. What the fuck is happening, Sugar Ray? Oh, man. This I'll, has nothing to do with anything, but <laughs> Mitch and I have been watching Love is Blind too, which, of course, we are. Of course you there are. There is course a song are. in it. <laughs> the lyrics went like this. I'll meet you halfway because I'm already halfway. <laughs> and we both lost it <laughs> when we heard that. And that's, that's that's the kind of lyrical content I felt like we were getting in this record. <laughs> I'll meet you halfway because I'm, I'm already, already halfway. halfway. Wait, no, wow, you're not anymore. Once you say I meet you halfway, that's a new demarcation point. Yeah, that's that's a real bare minimum situation <laughs> with that person. I'm gonna meet you halfway because I'm already here. Right. Uh, yeah. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah, that's a new point on the map. Where you are now is now a new point. Not from where you came from. New point when I say, I'll meet you halfway. Cool. Wherever I am now. Nope, I'm already I'm halfway. I'm already halfway. So fuck you. I'm already halfway. Wow. Already halfway. Mm. Oh, my. Um, This one, I listened to this album three times. I listened to it um, while I was driving. I listened to it over speakers, and I listened to it on headphones while I was doing stuff. And I'm going to be honest with you. On my headphone listen, when this song came on, you're just bopping around. You're just bopping around. And I will say that, you know, I think that maybe the reason that I did, you know, sell this album back when I did was that I was not someone in that moment who was here for these type of tracks. But now I'm like, yeah. Be goofy, Sugar Ray. Be silly. You know, just do whatever weird thing you want to do. And uh, I think that's also maybe part of maybe why this record didn't take, because it seemed like they didn't know who they were yet. Are we a heavy band? Are we a, a goofball band? Are we are we a pop band? What are we? You know, they would eventually realize that being a pop band is what they excelled at. But, uh, yeah, this thing... This thing is just trying to just do it all. And clearly, Mick G was just like, whatever you guys want to do. Whatever you want to do. I don't know. I don't even know what half these buttons do. <laughs> Interesting experience all around with that song. I, I will say if that if they made the album today, this song would be a minute. <laughs> it would not be three and a half minutes long. Yeah. True, true. All right. Uh, yes. Up next, we've got The Greatest.
I was hoping that this was a song about Sugar Ray Robinson, uh, the greatest, and uh, and or another sports figure that this could have been about. And then this was just an album full of songs about sports heroes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, lyrically, uh, I went over to songmeanings.com. The song has zero comments, and I needed some help because I was like, what is this about? He's talking about the greatest, the greatest. It's been a way too long. I don't think I can take it. I, I mean, I, I don't really know what the song is about. I'm a little befuddled. I Jenny? You know, go ahead, Jenny. What do you oh, think? no, Matt. I have no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> I, I think this song is about as ding dong. I'm going to put it right out there. Wow. Whoa. A ding dong song. It's been way too long. I don't think I can take it. Well, this thing that's going on, there's no way I can be there. I don't know, man. This sounds like a ding-dong song. (laughs) Ding-dong song. (laughs) Wow. Well, you know what? I. You You see my day-to-day thing? Well, let me tell you about the latest. You see my day-to-day thing in the story of the greatest. Matt, you cracked the code. This is a ding-dong song. It's a ding-dong song. I got to tell you. Wow. Thank you, Matt. You did it again. You did it again. People often say they're like, Matt, he, you know, when you have like the the Bible stuff, you know, Matt really knows his stuff. I'm like, we also need his help for songs about dicks. Okay, yeah, listen, you need a ding dong song cracked wide open. <laughs> yeah, you need to go to Matt Nas. All right, King of the Ding Dong uh, Song. King of the Ding Dongs. <laughs> That's what they say. Walking down the street, they point at you. Oh, there the street, he goes. Go, There's the King of the go. Ding Dong Song. The King of the Ding Dong Song. Ding Dong, yeah. No, that's that yeah. is true. I'm a I'm that's a sweet right. confection and a truth teller about Rod songs. <laughs> I mean, somebody has to say it, mm-hmm. and it has uh, to be me. It's got to be you, Matt. Um, as a song, uh, this one feels pretty low for me. I, it's not one of the ones I was ever really looking to, forward to on my listens. Not necessarily like awful, but didn't really care about it. Um, the baseline gives me like Tim Comerford from Rage Against the Machine vibes, but there isn't really like the the Tom Morello to meet him or the Zach De La Roca to meet him either lyrically. Um, so it's just like an interesting bottom end to an yeah, interesting I, bottom end to a song about the front side. Ooh, you know, it sounds like they heard Hey Man, Nice Shot, and they were like, we can make that slower and worse. You know what? What would make Hey Man, Nice Shot better if it's about my hog, <laughs> Mark McGrath? <laughs> it's about this guy downstairs. My day-to-day <laughs> thing. My day-to-day. <laughs> Look at him going. 
going to see the doctor. Uh, can you check out my day to day thing? I'm sorry. No, You're my, what? My penis. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Check in uh, with it. Check in on my day. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Jenny, what's next? Oh, boy. Up next, we got Big Black Woman. Johnny, we'll start with you. What do you think of Big Black Woman? I, why? I would just say why. (laughs) I don't know. It's fine. I'm like, what are we getting? What are we doing with this title? What is this? Mm -hmm. Like, is this, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's very, I, I believe... The kids say cringe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cringe at a minimum. I feel like if you were to go to see Sugar Ray in concert nowadays, they are not playing this song. No, no, no. Uh, content wise, uh, it seems to be about a guy who's been going to the bar and picking up ladies, but tonight, He's going to pick up a big black woman. Uh, Okay. Like, (laughs) hilarious. Hilarious! Ugh. All right. 1995 was wild. No excuse. This is bad on a lot. Uh, This uh. I I don't oh, I don't oh, Matt, Matt, you, Matt you don't want to dive into this like on a deeper cultural level on what it means about a bunch of uh, white guys singing about a big black woman you don't you don't want to dive into that as three white people we don't want we don't want to dive into these murky racial waters oh because we're so well equipped and boy am I eloquent as, I just fucking uh, you, you know, know what you know whose opinion you should listen to the guy who just said the last one was a dong song yeah let me weigh in on. <laughs> Let's just say that this song is bullshit and shouldn't have made the album. And let's—I don't know where to go from there. All right, a rare mark against Mick G's production. Choices. A rare mark. <laughs> a rare mark. Otherwise, I mean, what a track record Mick G has. No mistakes, right? <laughs> no mistake. This fucking record sounds like it was recorded in a tin can. Great job, guys. Fucking murdering it. Wow. All right. Well, we'll just Whoa. go ahead and say All that right. track is. 100% bad for many reasons. And move right on to Mean Machine. 
sunny, then we're driving, we're drinking. Main machine! Main machine! It's good. Tires fade. This is a cover, right? This is... Mm, Matt? What? This is a... This is a Sugar Ray original. Oh, well. These boys sat down and said, we're writing this song about this <laughs> car. And it's going to rip. And uh, I love it. I'm pretty sure this is probably the song that made me want to get this album for Christmas in my teenage years. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a ripper. Jenny, thoughts? thoughts? Okay. That's it. It's a ripper. This That's- was on the X Game soundtrack I had. I was very, very into it. I mean, it's fun song. It's a fun song. It's an X Game song. Yeah, yeah. It definitely has that feeling of a Hot Rod Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daddy well, I think, said you're going to yeah. drive me to drinking if you don't. That's why I thought it was a cover. I think it's got that sample. If you don't stop driving that Hot Rod Lincoln. Uh, but yeah, this one. Uh, honestly, this song. Uh, I knew it was on the album. I hadn't listened to it in years and years and years. And when it came on, I was like, "Oh, I like this one." Like I just straight up like this song. This is this is. This is what I want, and this song fully delivers. Um, and then I watched the music video, which I loved. <laughs> Jenny, this video. Yeah, I mean, they're just partying. They've definitely, it's like, took me back to the squirrel nut zippers and zoot suit situation of the mid-90s, mid-late 90s they're definitely they've got a little rockabilly sitch going on here but looks like they're having fun you know the funny thing about this video is like it's very clear they had a very low budget they filmed in like they're filming like on a hockey rink and where they're just like flopping around in a hockey rink um at one point there's like a dog and they're just sort of playing around with the dog whoever directed the video very smartly was like mark you gotta take that shirt off yep what are you wearing a shirt for you idiot and at one point they do a choreographed little dance um it's just a fun goofball time these guys are not taking this serious like they're not trying to be hard they're not trying to they're just it's like if you're gonna hang out with sugar ray it's gonna be a party and we're gonna be goofing around it there's a big vibe of this video that like these guys love to do pranks on each other but fun pranks not mean pranks fun pranks you know and um and uh yeah i loved it i was charmed i was watching it and i was like i was like also i was like immediately i was like yeah i know why you guys got another record mark mcgrath <laughs> looking incredible in this video <laughs> so uh yeah love this video love this song I think I like it even more today than I did then. Very enjoyable. I mean, uh, a yeah. young Mark McGrath, he's got it. Now, he's, oh, yeah. as time goes on, I'm not so sure. Well, he got some he got some plastic surgery. Yeah. That I think yeah. is the case of when you're in the big city of lights, which is another name for LA. I don't know if you guys knew that. And you're going to get a lot of people in your ear. And you're going to get people in your other ear. If you got two ears, you're going to get them in both ears. And they're going to be telling you things about yourself that might not be true. But you hear it so often that you might follow through. Because I, it's crazy to me that somebody was like, Mark McGrath, we need to do something about your face. Right. What? What? Right. Look, it's his face. His face. It doesn't matter what I think. 
but I will just say a young Mark McGrath still got it. Mm -hmm. I went above and beyond on my research for this episode. Did I look into the lyrics at all? No, not even slightly. But did I watch the celebrity wife swap with Mark McGrath and Coolio this morning? (laughs) You better fucking believe I did. And I'll tell you, Mark McGrath seems like a pretty decent husband. Yeah. Very nice to his uh very nice to his wife. Seems to care about his kids and his fam a lot. And they're still together. They've been together for like 30 years or something like that. This is surprising news to me. I am surprised. Wow, good for them. Yeah. Hey. Good for him. Coolio good was him. not nice to his girlfriend Mimi. <laughs> oh no, Coolio. Coolio disappoints, ah. but Mark McGrath, bit of a helicopter dad as they call him. Um, but you know what? Just so you guys know, seems to be pretty pretty decent husband, pretty decent dad. Hey, that's good. You want it, you want it. it's good. Mark McGrath on the sidelines cheering you on. You're going to win every game. Good for those True, kids. true, true. You, you guys want to listen to the next song? Sure. Okay. We can. It's called Dance Party USA. Mention so. your city, you better scream, Detroit City! Yeah, there it is. All right, so I want to, I want to just get, I wanted to get in front of this right away. This is a great song, and we all love it. I just want to <laughs> be the first person to say it. Well, thanks for breaking Sugar the ice, Ray, Lauren. They really nailed it on this one. We were all in agreement. Like raps, perfect. Riffs, nailed it. Twisty guitar sound, love perfect. It. Love it. Great stuff. Jenny, do you want to add anything on top of my superlatives? I mean, transcendent. Mm. <laughs> it's true. You do feel your soul leave your body a bit. That's true. Uh, when the rapping starts. Yes. Yes, that's true. All right. Are we ready for our next track? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think we just, we just, you know what? In all respect to great dad, Mark McGrath, we're just going to move the fuck. Hey. <laughs> I don't think we need to do any more there. 10 seconds down is up next.
So this song, huge X Game vibes, huge half pipe vibes. Jenny, did you ever think about doing an Ollie to this song? Not doing one, just thinking about it. Oh yeah. I'm sure. While I was listening to it this time, I was like, ugh. Okay. Gotta get that board back out. I got to. You know, <laughs> sadly my grandma passed this this past fall and we're in the process of getting her her home ready to sell. For obvious reasons, it's very sad, but also, where will I skate? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, you dusted right. off at least 20 boards, right? I, you, right? I mean, we found all your old decks. We found all my old decks, all my old trucks and wheels and bearings and all the pieces of a skateboard. <laughs> We all I think, know them. I, we, we all, all know, know about what grip tape. I think got that grip tape. <laughs> gotta have that grip tape. Gotta have it. It was all there. All your old. All your old airwalks, mm-hmm. all your old vans. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure Mitch right now is just like, Jenny, there's no room in this house for all these decks. Yeah, stop. Uh, Jenny, can you put your old DCs to the curb? Mm-hmm. No more World Industries <laughs> hoodies, you know. I know that you're a big Bones Brigade person, Jenny, but can you not bring it in the house? <laughs> exactly. What are we going to do with all these stacks of Thrasher magazine? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's yeah, it's a real problem. Uh, yeah, but it's a problem, you know. Especially uh, we like, exhausted I, all the skate stuff that we know. All so- I know, Matt and Jenny, <laughs> is that I'm hoping to see um, little Sophie dressed up in her finest Volcom in her uh, in her one year pictures. Oh, don't worry. I feel like the way that people make their kids do their like unrealized dreams, <laughs> like slap that baby on a skateboard. <laughs> ASAP. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. I think, you know what? I think you just need to get, we just need one pick, Jenny, of uh, Sophie on a deck with some new Dickies and a Billabong tea, and it'll be perfect. All right. I'll see what I can do. Little skate baby. Um, skate babe. Uh, 10 seconds down. This song, Matt, Um, I think you know what this song is about. Is it about going down on a lady? For oh, ten this seconds. lady's not that lucky. Ten <laughs> seconds, <laughs> man. Ten seconds? Look. Wow. I'm, I'm about to eat. <laughs> For ten seconds. <laughs> ten Cradle seconds. to the grave. Cradle to the grave. <laughs> ten seconds. What a Look, lucky lady. I love performing cunnilingus, but only 10 seconds. I mean, how startling. Say your watch to it. If I go to 11 seconds, you ain't going to be able to handle it. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, <laughs> this song. <laughs> this song. I, you know what? Let's go back. We're going to go to lyrics, uh, which, Jenny, you did not dive into. No. Um, and that's okay. I, I'm not the one to stay up all night, that's right. but I am the one to turn off the light. Yep. I'm not the one to make it all come true, but I'm the one who's good at, tr- who's good at two. Say you just don't care, but you still want to try it. Ten seconds down, remote, remote control. This is the age-old story. You're at the bar, and you look at the wa- you look at your watch, and it's 1:50 a.m. 
this pre- this presumes you're somewhere where bars close at two. Yes. And you're like, am I going home alone tonight? Is that what's in the cards for me? Mm. Whoa. And then there's somebody over there and you're like, you know what? Good enough for 2 a.m. But when you take them back, 10 seconds and they're done and then they're on your TV saying, you get ESPN? You get, you get Fox Sports Net. Just need to check the scores. Wowie, wowie, wowie. Little disappointing. Little disappointing. What Mark is saying is, hey, I'm good enough for 2 a.m., but you get 10 seconds, baby. And apparently he was like, you got to make a whole rocking song about it. It's going to rip. <laughs> this is the most, uh, most ripping, um, boisterous, premature ejaculation song i've ever heard <laughs> hey if the feeling's right i'm gonna explode in 10 seconds tonight <sighs> cradle to grave yeah i mean i, I gotta tell you i would prefer Yel- if it was about conolingus though i really would <laughs> get, you get 10 <laughs> seconds 10 seconds wow i mean look wouldn't surprise me if one of my friends was like this happened i'd be like that tracks that tracks that's a real trash move oh god 10 seconds down all right Ten seconds down jenny the song had a video oh it did that was what the other video was i was trying to remember mm. yeah this video wasn't much of a video it was just like a bunch of little clips it's very weird because it seems like it's entirely made up of, yeah, cut footage. So it's the band performing in a room with a bunch of hanging slabs of meat, Matt. Like, oh, yeah. come on, yeah, hang. But but the and it seen and it's shot with the filters that one would associate. With like a late era Alice in Chains video or like a Mudvayne video or something like that, where it's trying to be gritty. Green fish eye be... lenses. I don't think they get the fish eye, but it's definitely going for distorted looks. There's some strobe action going on at one point. But the problem that the director faced, and it might have been Mick G, I don't know. The man's behind boards. He's behind the, he's behind the camera lens. He's all over. He's behind a lot of things. But it. It's very clear, the boys in Sugar Ray, they're having too good of a time. They they can't scowl. They like to party. They like to party. They like to have a good time. They're breaking the fourth wall. At one point, they're flopping around. They knock over a piece of meat, and you see a crew member try to come into the shot to fix it. And they're like, get out of here. We're goofing around. We're having a good old time. It's true. You can't make us be serious around slabs of meat. I go down for 10 seconds at a time. Oh, this song is about how bad I am at sex. I am goofing around. Thank you very much. Very much. So I enjoyed this video because I was like, look at these goofballs. Look at these lovable goofballs. Just, just you know, they, they. I mean, you could tell, like, they were like, what's popular right now? What's what's the metal? What's rock bands doing? Filter it. Put the Put the strobe on it. Do what you can. But all the footage is literally everybody just being like, 
Isn't this super fun? <laughs> this is crazy. Rock it smells right terrible now. in here. We're rock stars. It smells terrible in here. What's he slabs of meat doing up here? Just total goofballs. Um, and uh, maybe th- maybe that's part of also why you know it didn't hit at the time because everyone else was doing the big scowl. Everyone else was doing the craziness, and they didn't want to see guys who were goofballs making this type of music. They just weren't on board with it. Jenny, um, I can't remember, but I'm sure you maybe have more history with it, obviously, um, contributed to your sexual awakening. Um, The Fly video, that's a a goofball video, right? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much just remember a lot of face, a lot of Mark McGrath face. They knew knew what was going to take the song and propel it into the sun. (laughs) And they Mm -hmm. were correct. They were correct. But definitely goofball. But like rode the line between like we're silly, we're like goofy, but also like I am extremely hot. Don't mm. forget for one second for one that I am second. so hot. Don't forget for one, let alone 10 seconds no. that this man is extremely hot. No. I mean, maybe that's how he gets away with it, though. Yeah. He looks like Mark McGrath. She's like, I don't want to not see your face for more than 10 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's it. She's like, I'm going to go down to you. She's like, 10 seconds tops. I got to see that mug. There we go. (laughs) There it is. We cracked the code. All right. Up next, we got Danzig needs a hug. Well, you know my boy, Glenn, he's really upset. He's got a thing to get off of his chest, but I think he needs a hug, so let's all his arms. No seat and rappity rap. Danzig needs a hug. Rippity raps and I've got them. Danzig needs a hug. He's upset. I'm what's going on. Sorry. happening matt it's a party with sugar ray mm. they're just goofing around and they decided to make this song three and a half minutes long <laughs> very cool and i think jenny i think you'll agree if you're reorganizing a room if you're emptying a dishwasher this song is perfect it's totally fine it's completely fine but you know to listen to it just as we are i don't know i don't know about that a little weird a little weird it's certainly not new metal i don't i don't really have um anything else to add about this one um just another goofball mid-90s sort of interlude honestly some of these remind me of those jazzy tracks on um on mid-career Beastie Boys albums, mm-hmm. you know, this type of song would not be out of place in the middle of "Check Your Head" or the middle of uh, "Ill Communication," so or the middle of "Hello Nasty." Quite honestly, this honestly would slot in pretty pretty well with "Hello Nasty." True, true. Uh, all right. What's next? Up next, drive by. We got a skit on our hands. <laughs> uh oh, we got a skit.
Oh, fucking hilarious. Oh, great. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, that hasn't aged well either, has it, guys? No. No, it hasn't at all. It has not aged well. Um, For the definitive drive-through sketch, you would need to go to Tenacious D's 2001 self-titled album. That is correct. Such an important sketch that I will go anywhere that has chicken nuggets and think to myself if not say out loud to whoever i'm with take two chicken nuggets and shove them up your ass Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes uh anyway so you know what it does not surprise me that the boys in sugar ray thought we are hilarious let's get a skit i would have to agree it's tough it's tough we've said it a lot these guys, they think they're funny. And, and as we know, oh. as professional funny people right. who are never not right. funny, We're always we always funny. know the right thing to say. We always know the right thing to say. We never step wrong. I certainly have never cut out entire segments where I've said something wrong. <laughs> no. As recently yeah. as recently, you've never done that. <laughs> no, never. I certainly have not. <laughs> I, look, I nobody should ever listen to anything I say and I say stuff wrong all the time and I'm definitely not always funny but I'll tell you I know it I think we all know it right like none of us would be like we're doing this thing that's very much in one lane but we're so funny that we're gonna like do this thing or if like if our lane is like sort of being funny I don't know that we would like be like you know what we're gonna do though we're gonna drop like an incredible song that we wrote because we like know how to do that it's like uh does it's what i'm saying making right. sense i know exactly what you mean i am i'm well aware of my lane and what i am good at and what i'm not good at and i think um i think it i think it just takes it people gassing you up to do this other thing you know like everybody who's just like Justin Timberlake, you gotta you gotta be in movies, bro. You gotta be, you gotta be in fucking movies. That's your next step, bro. Forget all these songs. Forget all the thing that people like about you. Now you need to be in a movie where cur- the currency is time. That's what the people want to see. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow! 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 Uh, no, I yeah, I I hundred percent agree. I mean, but that's the thing though. You could get. Listen, if you've got one Mick G in the booth and he's like, you guys are hilarious, you're going to do it. You're going to do the sketch. And Lord knows there's a million rap CDs packed with, with, with skits that are incredibly brutal. I mean, say what you will about Kanye West now, but Kanye West has been giving us terrible sketches since day one. Yes, <laughs> true. Oh, my God. Those skits on all those albums, terrible. Though I, we have a mutual friend who tells me he listens to those albums front to back. And I was like, okay, psycho. Okay, so you're the one? <laughs> all right. Enjoy enjoy listening to School Spirit sketch on College bro, Dropout. Bro, bro, five bro. We ain't got it, bro. bro. Oh, not a skip. Oh, never skip it. <laughs> never skip it, bro, five broke. Never. Boy, boy, boy. All right. 
Well, let's skip ahead to our next song here. We've got Caboose. I don't want to tell anybody what to do, but if I can give one bit of advice to Sugar Ray when and if they return to touring is that they've got to bring this song back into the repertoire. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Because nothing that the audience is going to love more than a tease of the bad to the bone riff (laughs) that then gets scratched out into a I've got back in black, but I left it outside overnight riff. And then to go into this chorus in which he says, I want to ride your caboose <laughs> at the highest register that I'm sure Mark McGrath will have no trouble hitting in 2022. Of course. And uh, yeah, you know, a, a rare moment where the boys decided to um, get a little metaphorical because uh, I think caboose stands for something else. I don't think he's talking about train. I think he's talking about something else. Jenny, thoughts on caboose? Um. You know, pretty funny. A very, like... So as we record this, this weekend is something called, like, Winter Blast in Royal Oak, Michigan, which is pretty near where I live. This sounds like the kind of song that I would expect to be playing at Royal Oak Winter Blast. This is a Winter Blast song. (laughs) Big Winter Blast vibes. Yeah. Not great. Not great. This is, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. This is a. This is a. Yeah, honestly, this is more than a winter blast song. This is a backyard barbecue song. This oh, is, get uh, ready, yeah. Get, get those, get those meat smoking and put on caboose. Um, Matt, um, is, is this one of your preferred smoked meat song, or do you have do you have another song? <laughs> you well, I mean. Caboose is a classic smoked meat song. <laughs> classic. So, I mean, classic. it's undeniable in the smoked meat space. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Uh, how respectful of our time is this album? Uh, this album comes in at 43 minutes and seven seconds. Oh, my. That's pretty respectful. That's pretty respectful. Mm-hmm. Pretty respectful. Um, I, you know, I did not really get to dig into songmeanings.com too much um, as my 
my note-taking ability is once again limited as I now have a cast on my hand, so I'm taking notes a little differently. Uh, so I'm going through song meetings now as we record. I know. Wild, living on the edge move on my part. And uh, only two comments on this song. Uh, this one from Android's Karma from August 15th, 2018. Uh, was pretty interesting, though. They just wrote Doggy Style. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Something to think about, something to consider when you're dealing with the song Caboose. Or as it's said on the song, Caboose! Caboose! All right. Are we ready for our next song? Yes. Yes. Scuzz Boots. Turning down scuzz boots? I know. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? This is a this is a song about about a guy who, you know, he's realizing he's made some mistakes. And so he's giving this girl a call and he's hoping that she's by herself, but it sounds like there are other people there. He might have called her at work, quite honestly. <laughs> and he wants to have a conversation about how he kind of blew it. And she's like, I'm around people right now. What What is this conversation you want to have? Your timing's all off. And he's like, I just, I just miss you. Can you, when's your lunch? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Jenny, have you ever had that where someone called you and wanted to have a, a deep, heavy conversation? And you were like, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, definitely. Like, there's just something that I need to talk to you about. Can I come up to your work real quick? Like, no. No, you can't. One time I was at work and I worked with somebody that was a a good friend of mine. And they brought up, like, the most traumatic event that ever happened in my life in the work kitchen at 9.30 a.m. And I was just like, go away. Like, you ever think about... Thing. I'm like, yes, constantly. <laughs> Don't bring this up at work, you psycho. That's insane. It was a real scuzz boots situation. Truly. Yeah. I mean, this is another one though where it's it's that thing of just you realize like people are always like, Oh yeah, I want to like work with my friends and like sometimes like you know i don't want to work with people that i know. No, it's I I I like working with people that I don't see otherwise. Um yeah, that's fine. Let's keep these two worlds separate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 We don't need we don't need to interact those two. Um Matt, um I mean your your scuzz boots days are long behind you though. You're not oh, making yeah, scuzz dude, boots. These calls scuzz anymore, boots man. are made for scuzzing, so we're good. Yeah. There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> um once again, a weird 
interlude-esque song that is uh, three minutes and 29 seconds. <laughs> Once again, it was anarchy. Yet, as you said, Jenny, this album doesn't even crack 45 minutes. So, I mean, clearly they were maybe trying to pad the time a little bit. Yeah, it seems like they had some time to pad. And pad yeah, they did. So, they padded it. They padded it. Um, So, we've got we've got one more song. And then, of course, it's 1995. We got a secret track. We sure do. Last track called Streaker. a bunch of boys having fun in a shower it's true so what you what you what you want you want what a way to go out i truly had no idea what was going to happen song to song as i revisited this album and when this song came out i was like okay <laughs> distortion pedal up spitting some rhymes going out chugging i i guess once again Anarchy in the booth. Mick G, no rules. Let me Ross maybe has rules, maybe doesn't have rules. But Mick G, that dude's got no fucking rules. It's true. It's true. No rules. Uh, Jenny, what do you think of Streaker? Uh, I thought it was fine. It was definitely a boys having fun type of song. Real boys will be boys situation. What did you think? I mean, this is a boys will be boys kind of album. I mean, we want to go back to that front cover when they were. I mean, if you know it, it feels like the complete opposite of the the first Deftones album where they were like, I don't fucking know, put a douche on the cover, I don't know. And then with this one, they were like, let's get a hot chick, take all her clothes off, and then bend her over. And they were like, sure. And they were like, for real, for real, really, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here it is. <laughs> Truly. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I wrote, uh, you know, it's a sleazy rock closer and we're chugging it up. Matt? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like a good boys will be boys song like anybody, but uh, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's not great. It's not bad. It's just, it is what it is. It's doing exactly <laughs> what it needs to do. Like, yeah, let's get hype. Sends you out on an up of sorts. True. Yes. Um. Yeah, but then uh but then it's the nineties and you've got to, got to, got to, got to have a secret track. You better. So 
So, Matt, if you go to 615, you will hear the secret song, which has a name. Does it have a name? It's called One Brave Cowboy. That's right. All right, here we go. Woof. Oh boy. All right. Cool. We're going out with the campfire song? The campfire song. I mean, this is the move. I mean, Cole did the same thing, except they meant it more, I think. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. Goofballs to the very end. And uh, that is Lemonade and Brownies by sugar ray real quick what do you think they mean by that title you guys well yeah milk we can go around the room milk milk lemonade uh-huh. this yeah. is where the fudge is made all right so okay so so your theory is this is a poo poo pee pee oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. poo poo pee pee okay. yeah poo poo pee pee all right. Interesting note. Really puts it all together perfectly um, for this album that uh, it would be a poo poo pee pee reference. So uh, I guess this now brings us to the part of the show where we talk about. Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Jenny, I'm going to start with you. All right. So this was, you know. It was a fun look. I wasn't like mad anytime I listened. I I didn't give it too deep a listen because I didn't think it warranted it necessarily. It was just sort of like a fun little romp through the mid 90s. Not without its problematic bits. Nothing for the canon, but I wasn't mad that I listened to it. And, you know, I've got to thank Mark McGrath for (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Uh, how about you, Lauren? You know, this was honestly, I had a lot of fun with this. It's a goofball album. Um, it's new metal only in the sense that they don't really have any interest in sticking to any genre song to song. And so everything is just a journey. And I think that what new metal sort of th- was thought to be in the mid 90s versus sort of what it calcified into in the 2000s is more of just like we're gonna do we're gonna have these hot chuggy guitars and we're gonna have rapping and we're gonna just mix it all together song to song track to track and you you figure out what we are we're just we're just messing around here and i think that's more of what it makes it new metal than anything else i uh i agree i guess there wouldn't be anything here i necessarily necessarily say i want to put in the canon but um Mean Machine and 10 Seconds Down are great. Love them. Um, and, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I guess I would put nothing in the canon. Um, Matt? Yeah, um, I, I think Jenny kind of hit it right on the head early with um, this being something that planted seeds. Um, if it weren't so late in the 90s, it could almost be a papa, but hitting in 95 post the first corn, it's like, no way. Um, yeah, it's not great. Uh, there is potential, and that potential is how handsome Mark McGrath is. Um, they should have just straight up cut big black women. 
um, because it was supposed to be Big Butt Woman, according to uh, my goo-goo. Uh, so oh. why on earth they were like, you know what, then let's make it just cut the fucking song and uh, and cut dry by just for your own sake, for God's sakes. Uh, it's fine. Uh, the rest of the album, take those two tracks out and the rest of the album is just fine. Uh, with those two, it's a problematic timepiece, if I'm to be honest about it. It's like, oh, why? Why did mm. we do this? But in 95, I'm sure I would have been like, this is hilarious. You would have been thinking the same thing. Mick G nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, Sugar Ray, not in the canon, um, but uh, definitely in our hearts and our minds and um, our loins. So, all right. And that just brings us to the end of the 300th episode of the Roach Coach podcast. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Roach Coach and all those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. We love to get those emails. A lot of interesting emails came in just the other day. Some challenges were presented to us that we're going to deal with in an upcoming app. Um, of course, the wrecks keep on coming. Matt, we just got another package in the mail. We sure did. We just got another package in the mail. Love it. Thank you so much. You guys really have made it where we got to 300 apps. And so let's... Let's do three hundred more, you guys. We certainly more. got another. We got another. We got enough albums on this long list. <laughs> we can do it. Uh, so, until next time, Jenny. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Matt. Matt. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye.